Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Uh, previously on the Strength in Numbers show I've discussed uh, and covered the two main mega trends in accounting and finance, mainly digitization and finance business partnering, you know, as well as why it's important for us to understand what these trends mean for traditional finance and accounting, but how do we help others in our profession help see the importance of these changes and also help them along with making the necessary changes to benefit from them. Now this was one of the questions that one of our listeners wrote in and messaged me about. The finance team where this particular listener worked was quite pedestrian and 100% focused on current results, not the future business partnering. And what our fellow listener wanted to know was uh, how to champion within their company, improving the finance team so that the core skills uh, for the next 10 to 20 years are being learned, mainly around data uh, visualization, finance business partnering, and not to be so scared by automation, artificial intelligence, and so on. And he said, this seems to be what you're all about. So look, uh, this show, uh, and me personally, like I'm all definitely for skills, I mean, why do many of us train for finance and accounting in the first place? There's so many useful ones there uh, that can help our businesses not only today, uh, and there's still so much more we can learn and develop to help uh, for tomorrow. Um, however, finance business partnering uh, starts with a mindset shift. I mean, it's really a choice we make towards more regularly considering how can we better serve our internal and external customers. Now, that's not to say skills development isn't important. It is. I'm just saying that if you have the right finance business partnering mindset first, that allows you then to develop the right necessary skills to help you contribute insights, uh, build influence, and deliver your efforts with impact and in ways that add value for your customers and partners. And most, and most people, rather than consider what this choice around mindset actually means, they instead jump straight into skills development, potentially wasting on times at skills that may not even be very useful to helping add value to their customers. And this is only natural. I mean, most people act instead of think. And the thing is, when we're expecting others to shift their mindset to do so effectively, it's got to be a choice consciously need to make. And because this is an area we're touching and the bigger decision to be made, well, that's when their emotions will become more involved in such a decision. So we may think from our viewpoint that this is the rational, most straightforward thing to do, but for others that seem that seem need to us are more pedestrian, this may not necessarily be the right choice. So if you think about it, I mean, it's been well documented that us as human beings, we operate most of our days on autopilot. We're not always using the rash, rational thinking parts of our mind. So it's very easy that we can get frustrated if others are moving at a different pace or simply aren't able to switch up gears as fast as we maybe like. So any first step that we want to take to help others in finance who might be more pedestrian and even consider the choices available such as adopting finance business partnering is the first we must access their emotional minds first. And one way of doing that, once we've established rapport, credibility and ultimately trust, is to tell them a story. Because the thing is with stories is that it allows people to more easily put themselves into the stories that play vividly on the, on the, on the big movie screens in their mind. And one of my favorite stories is the parable of the boiled frog. I'll put the link in the show notes to a prior article on this. 
but it allows us to bring up a scenario to introduce the concept of having a mindset of considering what's going on around us that we could then link back to people in finance. I mean, if you think about the finance team that used to enter supplier invoices into the purchase ledger, they thought they were doing a great job, but one day they were replaced by scanners, file imaging, and workflow robots that could do the job more accurately, efficiently, and work 24-7 for the same internal customers. Or even about the blockbuster finance team who quite recently were managing their internal processes really well, but they perhaps didn't hold up a mirror to the business about what what external customers really wanted from them. You know, in both instances, could you say these finance teams really had customer mindsets? And then there's others who might argue, well, what role does finance have to play in the business? I mean, you know, you might even suggest that we're responsible for getting the numbers right, which is probably what the purchase ledger and blockbuster finance teams were thinking, instead of perhaps thinking, what do we need to be doing right for our customers so that we ensure that there's numbers to get right in the first place. I mean, ultimately, once we've opened people's minds up to being aware that there's a choice to be made, then we can use ideas like the logical levels approach. Again, I'll put the link to a prior article I did on this in the show notes to help them begin to choose how to best improve and move in a better direction for themselves and the business. And that's why I spend a lot of time studying how the mind works best so that I can help other colleagues find their own ways to a more finance business partnering mindset. I mean, this stuff doesn't get taught in accounting and finance studies, you know, which teaches probably to be more rational and logical than empathetic and understanding. So this process requires patience and, you know, will be worth it at the end of the day because our colleagues and customers will benefit much more from such a shift in mindset. So, How would you recommend to a fellow listener how to best help their colleagues adapt to a finance business partnering mindset? Or what steps have you taken yourself or would take yourself? Um, Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If um, you want to know more about the show, resources, other videos, blogs, and ideas and thoughts from our guest mentors, please check us out at sitnshow.com. We're also available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube and just like our listener did please feel free to reach out to me by email or on LinkedIn with any questions you have ideas for the show guests you'd like to have on because if we keep coming together as a community we'll definitely keep building on our strength in the numbers so until next time take care and let's keep building the strength in the numbers <laughs>